subject on tonight that dropped in on me before I can get out of Jude was examine yourself. Examine means to inspect someone or something in detail to determine their nature or condition. Investigate thoroughly. Take a survey of your life to see where you are living, to see if you are standing on the edge of the cliff. Investigate your life to see if you are in the will of God and not your will. It's time to scrutinize yourself instead of scrutinizing others' life. Test your knowledge of life by the word of God to know if you are living up to what you know about your God. What we know about God should lead us to a better life in Jesus Christ. Therefore, we must take a thorough investigation to see if we are still carrying or trying to carry an old way of life into a new life in Jesus Christ. We all didn't dispose of every unrighteous deed stored in our life before Christ, but he did send a word for us to lay aside, strip off, every unnecessary weight and the sin that so easily beset us that cleverly entangles us. The devil is clever. We don't give him enough credit for being clever. Come on, somebody. We cannot afford to forget the life that we once lived. If he is cleverly orchestrated, the life we once lived is cleverly orchestrated by the master of deception. And his name is Satan. He always knows a trick left in your book to trip you up in your quest to please God. Satan has been causing the world of people to walk in disobedience to God by deception since the world began. That's why we must stay focused in our race of salvation, looking focused on Jesus, the author and the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. We cannot afford to be tricked back into self confidence, focusing on you and losing your sight on Christ. When we start praying in this new life, we will go back to the old life that we departed from. Therefore, it's time to examine what's old left in your closet and not in your neighbor's closet. If we place ourselves under the microscope of God's word, we will see the hidden things that trips us up 
from pleasing God. Amen. Deep. If you would, let's go to Psalms 26. And the verse is two and three. Amen. Let's read those two verses. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. For thy loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. Now here David is telling God, Lord, you examine me. Huh? Not nobody else, Lord, but you put the microscope on my life. You try my reins. Amen. David said, examine me, Lord, from head to toe. Prove me. Order your battery tests. Test my heart and my mind. Test my thoughts and find out what I am like. Make sure I'm fit inside and out. Your love and kindness is before my eyes so that I never lose sight of your love, but keep in step with, your, with you never missing a beat. The love of God should prompt us to keep in step with God. Come on, somebody. Anybody that you love, you try to stay as close to them as possible. So we should be trying to stay as close to God as possible. Am I in the right house? Go to run to Second Kings chapter 20 right quick. It's not on your paper, it's on my paper. Listen, to, listen at the love of God here in, in, in chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. 2 Kings chapter 20, verses 1 through 6. You have it? Let's read it, please. In those days was Hezekiah sick, and the prophet the son of Amos came to him and said unto him, Thus says the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die in holy right there. That's, that's, that's enough for us to try to get as close to God as we possibly can. Set your house in order. You know what he was saying? Hezekiah, you have not dotted every I and crossed every T. Set your house.
horse in order. So what does Hezekiah got to do? Hezekiah got to examine himself. Hmm. Some things in our life we like, we, 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 we try to close our eyes to that we don't see them. But guess what? God seals from the inside out. Huh? So he told, he sent a word to Hezekiah, set your house in order for thou shalt die and not live. Wow. That tells me that God had already passed a sentence on Hezekiah. The judgment had already came to Hezekiah's house. But it's something that Hezekiah did that I like. That sometimes, you know, folks say you can't change God's mind. Here's a man that changed God's mind. You can change God's mind of how he may be angry at you, but guess what? If you get your heart right, you can hit a soft spot in God. Come on, somebody. <coughs> Verse 2 says, Then he turned his face to the wall and prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember how I have walked before thee in truth and with a... You know, they said, Lord, I ain't always been wrong. I have done some good things before you, Lord. I have walked in your way. I may have erred, but I have walked in your way, Lord. And I tried to do the right thing in my heart. Hmm. So read on. And have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept. That man poured it out. For the Lord. He didn't just. Uh, he poured his heart out. Come on, somebody. He probably cried so that he got choked up on his own salon. Because guess what? He was getting serious with God because he knew God was serious with him. Amen. We got to get to the point that we know that God is serious with us. And we got to get just as serious with God. Man in the right house. Fourth verse says, And it came to pass before Isaiah was gone out into the milk court that the word of the Lord came unto him. Turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people, thus says the Lord, the God of David and the Father, I have heard thy prayer. Wait a minute. You better make sure God hear your prayer. Stop throwing up the more weak prayers y'all give. Pray to you feel it. Pray to it feel like you got God's attention. Come on, somebody. Wait a minute. Pray to your heart get in it. Because see, a lot of times y'all pray just in your mouth. You got to pray to your heart get in it. Because you know what? That's what God is looking for is what's coming.
coming from your heart. Amen. And guess what? If you're praying right, it's going to create some tears. Amen. Come on, somebody. If your prayer is sincere, it's going to create some water coming from your eyes. Amen. Am I in the right house? And God said, I heard it. Not only did he hear the prayer, he said, I saw the tears. Oh, God saw what was coming from your water glands. That he had that much of a microscope on you. Hmm. Wow. Let's read on. Behold, I will heal thee on the third day. Oh, look, good God, am I there that third day go again? Huh? Lord, have mercy. Jesus said, I do cure, and on the third day, I shall rise. On the third day, thou shalt go up into the house of the Lord. Lord, have mercy. You get your healing, and then God can't find you. Because you got what you want. Now what you going to give back God to? He said on the third day I got up and I went to the house of the Lord. And what he said. And I will add unto thou days 15 years. And I will deliver thee and this city out of the hand of the king of Assyria. And I will defend this city for my own sake. And for my servant David's sake. Now look at this. Not only did he get his healing. Did he? God said I'm going to add some years to you. Huh? You might got healed. But guess what? It didn't say you were going to be healed forever. You might have got healed. But guess what he said? He said I'm going to heal you. And then I'm going to add to you. Look good God Almighty. Girl, he should have broke out and run. Yeah. I'm going to heal you, and then I'm going to add to you. Yeah. Lord, have mercy. And, and, and guess what? And God want to heal us that he may add to us. He can't, he can't add to us being sick in the heart. In order for him to heal us, we got to heal our heart in order to add to us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Man, man, man. I bet you Hezekiah was one praising rascal. Amen. Huh? I bet he fell down on the floor with his face to the ground and giving God praise and honor like never before. Huh? Come on, somebody. God healed us. We act like God owed us something. Huh? Come on, somebody. God heal you. You better start worshiping. Amen. Huh? You better worship God. And sometimes, here's the problem. Here's the thing here. He said, now, now if you go back up there, I need you to grab hold of something. He said, I will heal thee. He wasn't already healed. Amen. God has told him what he's going to do. I will heal thee. Guess what? 
Hezekiah couldn't wait to his healing before, before he started praising God. He had to praise God then because guess what? Now you got to receive that by faith. If God said he going to heal you, because guess what? All you got to do is just wait on your healing. Praise God while you wait on your healing. Serve God while you wait on your healing. Whether it be a week, a month, a year, two years, ten years. If God said he's going to do it, he got to do it before you leave here. Because he is a man of his word. Come on, somebody. So it ain't about what it looked like. It's about what God said. Go to Psalm chapter 15. No, 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 yeah. 15, yeah. Verses 1 through 5. Are we there? Wait a minute, I'm going to do a little something else here. Okay. Let's read it. Who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness. And speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor. But he honored them that fear the Lord. Own her and change not. Okay. Hmm. That says a lot, don't it? What type of people gets invited to stay in God's temple or get on his guest list to live in his holy mountain. <laughs> you know you got to have an invitation. Huh? You know you just don't just walk up in there. This is a special place for special people. There are three criterias. Those who walk straight, those that act right, and those that tell the truth. If those three are not in you, then you probably won't be abiding in his holy hills. Did that make sense? Hmm. You won't be dwelling in his tabernacle. Amen. It said they speak the truth and don't spread gossip. They treat others fairly and don't say cruel things. Hold it right there. Hold it right there. Run. Put your finger on that and run the Psalms 24 right quick. And the verses 1 through 5. 
Amen. Let's read them, please. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded upon the sea and established it upon the flood. Who shall ascend unto the hills of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that had clean hands and a pure heart, and who have not lifted up their soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitful. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of Oh, so now David kind of puts it right on the money. Huh? When that question was asked, he that have clean hands and a pure heart, he that have not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. So guess what? That goes back to us evaluating our own self to make sure none of this disease, because that's a disease, is in you. None of this counsel is eating at you. Come on, somebody. They show respect for those who worship the Lord. They are those that keep their promises no matter what the cost is. They lend their money without charging interest. And they don't take bribe or hurt the innocent. They don't hurt their friends. We're supposed to be friends of God. Huh? And guess what? And if we're striking out at one another, we are striking out at friends of God. Hmm. You know, back in the day, when you were tight with somebody, uh, since Dick is the biggest one I use, Dick. <laughs> when you were tight with somebody, and you get in a strap, or you get in an argument, your tight buddy said, yeah, well, it, man, ain't got nothing against you, yeah, but if you mess with him, you mess with me. Uh, somebody. I recall staying down in the East End Project. It's just like it was one family in the East End Project. Everybody knew everybody. Everybody respected everybody's mother. And everybody's mother, they caught you wrong, they put something on your behind and then told your real mama by the time you got back home. And then you probably got another one. Huh? Am I in the right house? And not only that, when somebody came on the other from the other side of town and started some mess on the east side of town, it was just like you just started a war with the whole community. Come on now. Amen. Not only the east end, guess what? When you went through College Station, you better go through that tipping. Huh? 
you don't go through there uninvited and not known. Because they knew everybody. And if you didn't know somebody, you better get your hat. Am I right, Miss B? You better get to rolling. If you didn't know the back streets, you better make a street. Come on, somebody. So guess what? Now that we done got on this side of salvation, we done forgot how the bond go. We were more bonded when we was in the world serving the enemy than we do when we get in the church. Now that we're in the church, the bond ought to be stronger. It ought to be more powerful. It ought to be one that get affected, everybody get affected. Come on, somebody. The devil mess with one, you got to tell them. You mess with them, you got to mess with me too. Because guess what? We are more stronger in numbers than we are single. Y'all hear that one? We're stronger in numbers than we are single. Amen? Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. read that 28 to the 32nd verse. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup for that he that eat it and drink it unworthily eat it and drink it damnation to himself not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, somebody said, Judge yourself. Stop judging others then and judge yourself. Stop putting your finger on others and put your finger on yourself. If you would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. For when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord that we should not be condemned. Wow. So when God brings forth judgment on you, he's trying to save you before he brings damnation on you. Hmm. So we shouldn't stand in the judgment of others, but we need to stand in the judgment of God. person must be careful and prayerfully examine their own motives. Test your own heart and your relationship with Christ. 
Is it up to par? Hmm. Be sure you are worthy to dine at the Lord's Supper. Make sure you are not unworthy and bring damnation to your own self. Hmm. Ourself. 
We didn't discipline and correct our own life. Because we were too busy pointing at somebody else's life. Baby, you got to save your own self. Come on now. If I do 12 hours of taking care of my business and 12 hours to stay out of yours, boy, I done had a good day. Huh? I done had a perfect day, bro. Because my mind was on what I need to be on about me. And the mother 12 of them probably sleep. discipline and correct your own life. God will, if you do that, God will not have to condemn you to eternal punishment. If we do it, God won't have to do it. Huh? If we do it wrong, God won't have to whoop us. Because guess what? When he whoop us, man, seems like his whooping lasts forever. Seems like his whooping just go on and on and on. <laughs> you know what he's saying? I'm going to make sure you get it right. Because if I don't make sure you get it right, you ain't going to be saved. Hmm. Run to 1 John chapter 1, verses 9 through 10. First John chapter 1, verses 9 through 10. Are we there? Let's read them, please. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a lie, and his word is not in us. So guess what? Don't you talk about you all right. Amen. Because through the course of the day, you have not remembered every minute in a 24-hour day. Huh? And somewhere in the course of that day, you erred. So that's why we need to ask God for forgiveness, not one day, but daily. And be sincere about it. It's not just words spitting out your mouth, but you got to be sincere about it. That's the time that you can become spiritual mature. Because hmm. guess what? If you don't, you stand uh, a good chance of darting or uh, uh, causing yourself to be a dwarf in the kingdom of God because you didn't grow. You didn't grow according to God. You know, we like to grow in the, in the face, of, face of people, but are you growing 
in the face of God. Grow where it counts. Come on now. You got to learn how to grow where it counts. And it only counts with God. Did that make sense? Let's go to 2 Corinthians. Chapter 13. Verses 5 through 8. Are we there? Let's read them, please. Examine yourself, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own self. Know ye not your own self, how that Jesus Christ is in you, Except you be rep now, 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 hold it, hold it. Now, now, here Paul said, "Don't leave it up to nobody else to examine you, but examine your own self. You know you better than anybody else." Man, in the right house. He said, "Examine yourself." Whether you be in the faith, not a faith, but the faith. That the faith is Jesus Christ. Huh? Prove your own self. Oh, so now, Lenore, now we got some work to do on our own self. Huh? We got to roll up our sleeve and work on our own self. Come on, somebody. It, it ain't no point in time for you to be talking about, I ain't like so-and-so, so-and-so. You might not be like them. You might be worse. Amen. It all depicts on how God sees you. Amen. Hello, somebody. Amen. So guess what? He said, prove your own self. Know ye not your own self how that Jesus Christ is in you. And guess what? You can't determine that but by the Holy Ghost. You can't determine that but less than you holding on to the truth. You can't determine that unless you're allowing the Holy Ghost to lead you. Because there's a lot of ta-ta-ta-ta, but no leading. Hmm. Sometimes, when you're talking to God, when you get through rattling off all you got to say, now you got to be still. You got to wait. And you can't look here. And you can't look at your watch and say, I ain't got five minutes left. I got to go. You got to wait. If you can't wait, you shouldn't have prayed. Wait a minute, did y'all hear that one? If you can't wait, you shouldn't have prayed. Because if you can't wait on God to talk back to you, your prayer meant nothing. Because he going to speak when he get ready to speak. You gonna rush him. Come on now. He said, know that Christ is in you, except you be reprobate. And that what he said. Read the book. But I trust that ye shall know that we are not reprobates, 
Now I pray to God that you do no evil, not that we should appear approved, but you should do that which is honest, through though we be as reprobates, but for we cannot do nothing against the truth, but the truth. You can't do nothing with the truth, but fall into it. You can't lie on it, because if you lie on it, you're going to be in trouble. Amen. You're going to be in trouble of hell fire if you lie on the truth. <coughs> MSG says, test and evaluate yourself to see whether you are solid in the faith and living your life as a believer. Being solid in the faith, you're not wavering from what you believe in. You're not wavering from your walk in God. You are standing firm and strong as a believer. Am I in the house? Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Oh, people got it bad at taking things for granted with God. Oh, baby, we got to stop that. Huh? Come on, somebody. We need to go back and visit God's track record. We need to visit God's track record of folks that took God for granted. Amen. But give yourself regular checkups. Oh, man. When we going to start getting ourselves checkups? We go to the doctor and... and, and Right, I have to pray to 
Baby, God don't never answer nobody every time they pray to him. But it's not that he don't throw away the prayer. The Bible says he stores them up. Come on, somebody. You don't know how many times I've prayed to God, heal me, Lord, heal me, Lord. But guess what? I ain't going to get bent out of shape because I still got a limp. Come on now. But I still trust in God that one day, look here, one day I might not be living no more. I might scare my own self. But I'm going to keep praying by faith. I'm going to keep praying, putting my trust in God. I ain't going ain't to question God why you didn't answer my prayer. I'm just going to keep on praying. Man shall always pray and faint not. How about that one? Isn't that right? So you got to pull regular checkups on yourself. Pull maintenance on your own life and not on others' life. Jane could have did that a little bit different. Well, maybe he could have. But how much better could you have done it? You know, don't scrutinize what somebody else could have did. Wait till your time comes. And you do the best you can do. Because that might have been the best he could have did. so quick with to be judgmental. You need the first you need firsthand evidence and not mere hearsay that Jesus Christ is in you except you fail the test and be reprobated. And to be reprobated is to be rejected and to be seen as a counterfeit. Hmm. Don't fail your test. Come on, somebody. We all got a test. Just don't fail your test. If your test fail, get up and do something about it before it's too late. But you know what? That too late part, sometimes we fail and won't get up because guess what? Pride done got in the way. So we rather lay there and wallow like a hog. Instead of getting up and doing something about it. To get back on track with God. The main thing is getting on track with God. Come on somebody. You can't do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. You either stand with the truth, because guess what? You know what I found out? Truth stands alone. It don't need nobody to support it on either side. It stands alone. Truth is what supports you. You don't support truth. It's truth that makes you stand. Truth is strong. We the one that is weak. Amen. 
The truth come with power. Huh? Your unbelief come with weakness. Hello, somebody. Run to Romans chapter 1 right quick. <clears throat> Verses 24 through 32. Ooh, boy. Let's read, please. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies, but he didn't turn them over. And if he turned them over, he's gonna be reprobate. Read the book. Who changed the truth of God and worship and serve the creature more than you better watch who you worship. You better watch who you sit on a pedestal. Huh? God is the only one that sits on the throne. Huh? He sits high and he looks low. Amen. They worship the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affection. For even their women did change the natural use into which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burning their lust one toward another. And men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving unto themselves that recompense that their error now, so don't tell me that you're going to go to heaven being you ain't going to make it. Huh? Man, go on and marry your man. You ain't going to make it. Woman, go on and marry your woman. You ain't going to make it. Don't tell me you were born like that because you wasn't. Because if you were born like that, the word of God wouldn't speak against you. Come on, somebody. Oh, he been like that ever since he was a child. He better come out of it before he die. Huh? Come on, somebody. Amen. If you get the, if woman get the feeling funny about another woman, Jane, she better tell her, the Lord rebuke you. <laughs> huh? <coughs> huh? The last I seen record that was taken from the book of Genesis, he made Adam and Eve. Huh? Not Adam and Steve, but Adam and Eve. And he didn't make Eve and Eve on either. <laughs> Mike and Ike, Lord, I, that's a new one. 
Mike and Ike. God made him male and female. Made he them. But this world that we live in now wants to say, you judging because two of the same sex wants to get together. Now the word of God judges you. Examine yourself and see if you're still in the faith. Because you don't roll off the cliff. Huh? You roll off headlong and falling off the cliff. And God said, I turn you over to what you wanted to be. I withheld my hand because that was the desires in your heart. Wow. I gave you the truth, but you wanted to be the object. Go to, go to Galatians chapter 4. And you know, we got to understand too that the devil is so crafty huh? that he causes the world to go off into these things by those type spirits. Amen. What are you saying? you like a dog. Come on now. Not only men, women too. Come on now. Have women doing some of the ungodly things you have heard of. Even going with dogs. Oh, y'all ain't been in the real world, have you? Wake up. The devil is cruel. 
do whatever it takes to send you to hell. Galatians chapter 4 verses 8 through 11. Are you there? Let's read them, please. How be it that when you knew not God, ye did service unto them a nature. Wait a minute. When you didn't know God, you served that rascal religiously. You did everything wrong that could be done wrong. Everything wrong that he put in your mind, you went and did it and you smiled behind it. Am I in the right house? Or do I need to go next door? But then the scripture said, but now, somebody said, but now. After that you have known God, or rather I known of God, how turn you again to the weak and beggary elements whereunto you desire again to be in bondage? What God brought us out, we knew God, we heard God, we felt God, we read God, and then God said, now you go back to where you was when you didn't know me. Hmm. He said, you desire to be in bondage. You desire to go back to Egypt. You desire to be a slave to the devil. You desire to be Satan's footstool. You are desiring to run behind him and call him master. Why? Because we're doing his work. We're going back to the job that we once had. Come on, somebody. It's just like going back, sorting your old employment. Huh? James, we're going I'm going back to the old job I had, man. They did, they did pay me pretty good, you know. I'm going to go and see what they take me back. Uh, that's what we do with the enemy. We go and ask him, will he take us back? And he tells you to pick up where you left off. Wow. And guess what? And do it double. Because it got to be seven times worse. So you can't just go back and do what you did. You got to do it seven times worse. My Lord. So just think about what you was doing. Now what you could be doing if you go back. Make a plum fool out of us. Have us where we can't even hold up our head. And guess what? Once you go back, then when you see a saint of God, you, 